0: What's up, Disney nerds, Disney dorks, Disney freaks, Disney geeks, Disney obsessors? My name is Devin Pranchke and welcome to What's Up with Walt, where we talk about everything and anything the Disney company has to offer. And if you're on this podcast, welcome! And I'm going to be talking about the Disney parks, Disney rides, Disney hotels, and Disney cruise lines, but that's not all I'm going to be talking about. I'm going to be talking about Marvel. I'm going to be talking about Star Wars. I'm going to be talking about the Disney Plus ESPN Hulu bundle deal. Yes, I'm going to be talking about it all. I'm going to be talking about what guests and I want to see happen at the parks, happen on Disney Plus. We're going to be talking about it all here on What's Up With Walt. Now, if you're new to Disney or still in that Disney fandom, just welcome either way. Uh, my name is Devin Pranchke, but you guys can just call me Devin. Um, that's a okay. I am just, I am just so excited to talk to you guys about Disney. I grew up on Disney. No joke. My grandpa has nine granddaughters. I have nine cousins, all girls, by the way. And we each got our own Disney trip. So I went in 2005. I am the second oldest cousin. And I am 20 years old. The youngest cousin, I think. Oh my god, do I even know my cousin's age? Oh well. That doesn't matter right now. But but I've had my fair share of Disney trips. I've been to Disney 10 times. One time in Disneyland. Nine times in Disney World. The last time I've been to Disney was 2019. And it was for a graduation present. Because I graduated high school in 2019 and I saved up all by myself and it was quite a lot of money for me for personally for me that's a lot of money and I'll get to it later but I just want to talk to you guys about um, my credibility in in Disney I, d- I do not work for Disney I would love to but I don't work for Disney um, I've been to Disney quite a few times like I said before and um, my I know a couple people that go every year or sometimes twice a year and you guys think ten times is a lot it is not a lot people go twice a year for me and I wish I can do that but I'm a broke college student with only 20 bucks in her bank account that would love to go to Disney every month my biggest goal in life is to go to all the Disney parks and i really want to go to disney during halloween because halloween is one of my favorite holidays i've been during thanksgiving and christmas with my family which is super magical and i would highly recommend it but it's super crowded and more expensive but i'll get into that much later but i just want to talk to you guys about what my some of my experiences and some of my past dealing with disney and yeah so let's get started Welcome back to What's Up With Walt with your host, Devin Prangie. Hi, I'm Devin, and welcome back. And today's episode slash pilot, we are talking about my personal experiences and some tips and tricks that I've learned throughout my time at Disney and going to Disney. Before in my intro that I've been to Disney 10 times, one time being at Disneyland, the other nine times being at Disney World. And the last trip that I was on was in 2019 with my two guy best friends, Aaron and Jordan. And this trip was the best trip of my life. My favorite Disney trip of all. And because we saved up. We saved up for two years for this trip. Nobody else helped us besides Aaron's dad. And I'll tell you why. Aaron's dad, Aaron's family, owns a DVC membership. And with that DVC membership, they get a certain amount of points a year to spend on the hotel. Well, their family wasn't going that year. And... So they're going to waste points. Granted, I think some points do roll over. I do not know that much about the DVC membership. But what I do know is Aaron's dad has been a member for a long time. And we're going to talk about him. And we're going to talk to him later in a different episode. But what that DVC membership does, it gives you perks through the parks and upgrades. It it gives you a little oomph in Disney. And it saves you a ton of money. So we got the hotel for free, which helped us so much. So once we got our hotel free, we had to pick out our dining plan. And our dining plan, okay, I'm with two teenage boys, and I eat like a teenage boy, too. So we were going to be hungry. But here's the thing. We didn't want to spend a lot of money on food because we know we were not going to sit down and eat the whole time. We wanted to go, go, go through the parks. So what we did was we packed a bag of food for us to eat at the hotel. And what a lot of people don't know is you can carry food in the parks, and carry beverages as long as it's not in glass and it cannot be like refrigerated or like heated you know it it has to be in a backpack so you can carry fruit snacks you can carry goldfish and that's perfectly a-okay with the parks and there's only one rule no gum you cannot have gum in the parks a lot of people don't know this and not and don't notice this at all but there's no gum anywhere on the park rides and that's because disney has a strict no gum rule And, uh, we don't spend money on water and we, I'll tell you why we get refillable mugs and with those mugs, and I think everybody, everybody that's staying in a Disney hotel gets a refillable mug and you can, and you can, I think you could bring them to the parks, but I never do because I don't want to lose mine. And I, we, you get unlimited refills. So when we go back to the hotel, we drink as much drinks as we want. And for us, we drank a lot of Coke. I don't think we drank one ounce of water in that trip. And we stayed there for six days oh my god, we are so dehydrated but it was so well worth it. You can get water for free in the parks and that's what a lot of people don't know. You can get water for free in the parks because you can ask somebody for a um, a cup of water. Do not ask for a bottle of water because they're going to give you the bottle of water and it's going to count as a credit. No, do not waste your snack credits on bottle water. It's a total waste of snack credits. Just ask for water and there's free, there's free, like refillable water stations. So if you bring a, a water bottle and a at the park then you can use that too and it that's perfectly fine so when picking a dining plan and cr- uh, snack credit just be careful and who you're 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 going with for me we we love to eat but we were so focused on the parks we had a, uh, a couple extra snack credits so with those snack credits you can get like a lot of treats and those treats can count towards like a cupcake or if you go to goofy's candy candy cove you can get rice mickey's right krispies and goofy's uh gummies all that so we came back with a bunch of snacks for our family because we didn't use them and once you leave disney those those snack credits don't roll over for your next trip so spend your snack credits and i would say like wait to get uh treats at the end of your trip just because of that that's how serious we were planning this vacation we were at the parks until opening till closing and I think we went back to the hotel for an hour to recharge our phones drink some water and get lunch we got we got lunch at our hotel and we stayed at the copper creek wilderness lodge thank you for Aaron's family because that's the brand that like when we went there that was the newest hotel and it was amazing and we didn't have to pay anything for that because we had points but a lot of people weren't as lucky as us so oh my god I'm so grateful that we stayed there or else we would have been staying at all-star or all-star movies and those resorts are good but they're they're not as great quality as copper creek or bay lake so we really got to steal with that one then it all depends who you fly out of we flew out of southwest for a hundred something bucks round trip tickets each and that saved us so much money what we did was like all steals like what like we got so many good savings because we took the time and we sat down and went over what we want to do when we're going to do it and how it's going to be done. So when planning a Disney trip, make sure you follow that. We plan for two years. Obviously, you don't have to go as crazy as we did, but sit down, figure out who you're going to go with, what you're going to do when you're there, what time you're going to be there because that that matters, and then figure out your game plan and your meal plan. Now, with all that studying and saving and sitting down looking through that stuff, we went on Buzz Lightyear 11 times, Space Mountain 3 times, Tower Tear 3 times, Rock and Roll 3 or 4 times, Avatar 3 times, Sleeky Dog Dash, which was the newest ride, twice, and we all got it on the Fast Pass, too. So, now, the Fast Pass system is a three-tier system, and when you decide to go to a park, you're al- you are allowed three Fast Passes for that park. So you can't pick three, pass- three Fast Passes for three different parks. You're only allowed to get three Fast Passes within that park. So pick out which ride you want to do. So, f- for example, if you're want if you going to Magic Kingdom, pick Space Mountain, Peter Pan, and It's a Small World. They're on three different tiers. I think It's a Small World it's on a different tier, but you get the point. And after you're done with that Fast Pass, the ride that you didn't get a chance to get a Fast Pass to, you can check on my Disney Experience app. Keep on refreshing for Fast Passes and see if there's one available. So let's say if you want to stay within uh, within Magic Kingdom, try to find try to find a splash uh, splash mountain one. So you can go like this, and all of a sudden, if it does pop up, you click it, and there you go. And then there's your other Fast Pass. And as soon as you scan in to the ride then you're allowed to pick another one. But you're only allowed to pick one extra fast pass as soon as you're done with that. I think we got up to seven or eight fast passes after our three original ones. And we planned on, okay, what do we want to go on within this park? Because we don't think we're going to come back to this park after this day. And we finish up the rides so we want to go there for that day. And then we moved on to the next park and try to get as much faster. Fat- passes for that park and then we went back to our hotel and we got another fast pass and we went back to the park of our choosing so it, it really all depends what you want to do and how you're gonna do it with your fast pass fast pass system and it's it's really all about luck because i got lucky i got avatar slinky dog dash and then slinky dog dash again within one day so don't panic if you can't get the right of your choosing when choosing your fast passes because you're you're allowed to choose your fast passes 60 days out from your trip But what happens is people drop and change their plans all the time in Disney. So, like, they drop big rides, and that's how you can get that fast pass. And that's how we did it. That's how we planned our Disney vacation. And that's why it went so smoothly, and that's why it's one of my favorite trips, because it was perfect. We rode on every single ride besides three of them. And it was truly awesome, and I would do it again. Would I starve myself like we did on that trip, probably not. I would go for longer if I had the time and money, but completely worth it. So that is it for today's segment. Thank you for listening and thank you for hearing what I had to say. Um, I'll see you next time on What's Up With Wall. What's up Disney nerds, Disney dorks, Disney freaks, Disney geeks, Disney obsessors. My name is Devin Pranchke, and welcome to What's Up With Walt where we talk about everything and anything the Disney company has to offer. On today's segment on What's Up With Walt we'll be talking to my dear family friend Doug Klonowski who has been a DVC member for quite some time now and I want to get some insight about it so let's get talking in. Hi, I'm here with Doug Klonowski, a DVC member, and I'll be asking him a few questions. So, Doug, just tell me a little bit about yourself. I know we're family friends, but... uh, True. Uh,
1: I'm 51 years old, a family of four. It's my wife, uh, my two kids, uh, son and daughter, who are 19 and 17 now. Or is he 20? He's not 20, is he? No. (laughs) Um... I'm a civil engineer, uh, been doing that since I got high school high school and college engineering type stuff. I graduated from the University of Illinois, been at my uh, same job for 30 years now.
0: And what made you want a DVC membership or get a DVC membership?
1: Well, we have been going to Disney since my kids were young on a regular basis and it was an opportunity to um you know since we were doing it so often it was an opportunity to save a little money and to really have a planned vacation um every year without having to do a lot of the upfront planning the upfront work it was something that was going to be kind of set in stone that we knew we could do um and just since we were going to disney anyway it was an opportunity uh, where we could utilize the DVC membership and um, really kind of sit back and enjoy some of the higher priority things that they have to offer there and enjoy ourselves.
0: And how many times have you been to Disney? I know you've been once with me and my family, and that was a fun vacation back in
1: 2016. Yeah, geez. You That's know, one. <laughs>
0: you
1: know, it's got to be over, I'd say, 20 to 25 times something like that.
0: Now, for those who don't know what a DVC membership is, can you explain what it is?
1: So a DVC membership is, it basically it boils down to a timeshare, really. It is an advanced purchase of uh, vacation time on Disney property. Uh, the other advantage that we haven't even talked about is it doesn't have to be on Disney property. Disney's partnered with Um, I believe it's the Marriott Group, and they have other vacation spots that you can use your Disney points uh, and vacation, you know, whether it's in California or or downtown Chicago or in New York, you have that opportunity. But basically, as you buy a certain number of shares, and uh, there is a, um, basically, a book that kind of shows you for... A week stay at, for example, Wilderness Lodge is going to cost you 250 points, and you apply your points. So you can pick whatever season you want to go to, and the seasons differ for for Disney. There is um, what they call peak season, and maybe the points are a little bit more elevated to go during that time, where if you go during January, February, the points are a little bit less to go during that time. But you're basically buying... A, a planned vacation time um, and you can pick and choose your time but you're enabling yourself really to go ahead and vacation um, at any time you want but you have a it's almost like a guaranteed trip that you have here's a little secret okay and I, I did we did this on purpose Old Key West at the time was the cheapest per share so we were able to buy more shares or, or, or more points because it was the cheapest share value at the time. Once you get there, and like I said, I think we've only stayed at Oak Key West, Oak Key West once, maybe twice, and we've enjoyed all the other resorts. Um, you don't have to necessarily pick the uh, the one that's on the market right now. So right now they're marketing... Riviera. You don't necessarily have to buy that. There is uh, places that do Disney resales Mm -hmm. that you can purchase a DVC membership through that and buy one of the the cheaper share values. Have as many points as you can because really the key is the points. It's not necessarily your home resort. So for you, you know, like I said, it really doesn't matter because you have the ability and the flexibility to stay wherever you want. So for a home resort, I still think get whatever the cheapest share value is.
0: Now, you mentioned Disney sale. Like, what is a Disney sale? Like, a resale?
1: Disney resale. There, there are places out there that are basically travel. Uh, they're not travel agencies, but they do resale timeshares. Um, and what you can do, like I said, is go ahead and purchase. Maybe I've been with uh, a DVC member for 30 years, and I'm finding I'm not utilizing it anymore, and I want to sell it back. There are companies out there via Disney, they're affiliated with Disney typically, that will buy your Disney DVC membership back. And what they do is they turn around and they transfer that sale to somebody else.
0: Did you ever do that at one point? That's exactly
1: how we got in. We bought a resale because somebody was not felt like they weren't utilizing it enough. So in 2007, we purchased it from... I don't remember who their names were, it was on the contract, but that's how we got in. We purchased through Old Key West and got, like I said, the cheapest per share so we could get as many sh- uh, points as we could. And we're, we're still living the life of luxury by staying at all the resorts, so that really hasn't impacted home resort or not.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, can you get away with some stuff if you're not a DVC member?
1: There are portions that you can. Um, obviously, if you wanted to stay in a, a two-bedroom villa um, and get it for a week at the Grand Floridian, you could do that. The cost, if you don't have a DVC membership, um, you know, is going to be more. The other advantage is there's certain um, there's certain things that DVC members can do that I haven't spoke about yet. I'll spoke, speak about now is, uh, and, and you may remember this especially on some of those long, hot summer days, we went into Epcot and they have a DVC lounge uh, up on the top of um, a Journey a to figment? Imagination. Yeah, Journey figment. to Imagination, Figment, um, where you can kind of sit in there and just relax. And it's only available to DVC members. You get, you know, there's, there's drinks, yes. you used to get a snack with it, but it was a chance just to kind of relax, getting some air conditioning and get away from it all. Um, there's the membership lounge also on top of Bay Lake Tower, which you can go up to and you know have a couple of drinks and watch the fireworks. So there's certain, those certain things you can't do if you're not a DVC member. As far as planning a vacation and enjoying the same amenities, um, it, I would say for the most part you can, but the biggest advantage is that there's a cost savings involved.
0: When is the right time to get a DVC membership then? oh because me and your son were talking about sharing one when we have money (laughs) well you know
1: it really depends um you know obviously it's a luxury it was something we thought up about early on because we were going with our kids when they were a lot younger and we started down that path and it just made sense to us there is what i call a six-year rate of return and what i mean by that is it takes about six years, really, to recoup your investment. And then after that, it's all gravy. Um, Because you do pay an annual fee for the dues. You pay, obviously, the initial upfront cost for um, the shares that you purchase. Um, But it takes about six, somewhere between the six and seven year mark. Uh, And what I've kind of done is kind of watched over that and, and just to make sure it's a worthwhile investment for me and my family. I've kind of kept track and said, hey, if I was staying at this particular uh, hotel for this amount of time, how much would I be spending? And I've kind of compared that to the breakdown uh, over how many years I've, I've been a DVC member and found, like I said, that it's somewhere between that six and seven year mark where eventually it pays off. So if you're willing to stick it through for that amount of time frame, then it's a great investment.
0: So it's worth getting a DVC membership, then. Oh yeah,
1: absolutely. from from our From our standpoint, it has been. We've been going to Disney for a long time. We've been members since two thousand seven. So I got thirteen years into it. So for the last six years, like I said, it's been it's been all gravy for us.
0: What was like the most common mistake a DVC member can make, or can do?
1: Um. Well, I think one of the things you kind of get into, uh, as a DVC member, you get set in one particular resort or you're, it's a planned vacation, so to speak. And you, you have it all right there, but you are home to one resort. The best part that me and my family have, have done is we've gone out to Our home resort is Key West, but I think we've only stayed there maybe twice in the last 10 years because we've enjoyed all the other resorts uh, because that's part of the flexibility that you have with the membership. So we'll stay at Polynesian one year. We'll stay at Saratoga Springs another. We'll stay at uh, Wilderness Lodge another year, Animal Kingdom uh, Lodge. And just to experience all the differences between all those different resorts, you know that's part of the vacation experience for
0: us now do you have to stay at your Old Key West at least one time when you get the DVC membership or
1: no no you, you actually never have to you can you can purchase through there the advantage uh, with staying at what's called your home resort for us is Old Key West like I mentioned is you get to book that 11 months in advance versus if you're staying at a different resort you can only book those seven months in advance
0: Uh, So what is, like, the worst and best moments that you had with this membership? Like, is there some flaws to it? Are there, like, good – there are good points, like, having a DVC membership, absolutely, but what are some bad things that come with it? The
1: the flaws uh, as part of the system, I think, is because of, um, you know, the amount of people they have in their membership um, now is – this is before they started to expand their resort base. You know, obviously, they've added um, DVC uh, areas in several different of the resorts that they didn't have before. They added one in Grand Floridian recently. They've added one in the Polynesian recently. And they've added the Riviera and a couple others over the past years. But before, it was you had your membership, but they were adding on. Disney was adding on so fast to the membership. It was getting tough to find these opportune times during the summer to go. You could get, you know, if I wanted to book uh, a resort and get seven days straight, there was sometimes where I just couldn't find the right week where I could get seven days straight Mm -hmm. uh, just because of the amount of people trying to do the same thing at that given time during the summer. Yeah. Uh, so that was probably the biggest flaw that has since dissipated a little bit simply because, like I said, they're getting more and more resorts out there. Um, so you have different places to stay. And with us, you know, kind of our philosophy to stay as many different places you can, it really hasn't impacted us
0: lately. Mm-hmm. So based on all the knowledge that you gave me and all the tips and uh, tricks that you taught me, um, is there anything that you I haven't asked you and you want to touch on or you want to add to?
1: Well, just the DVC membership, um, like I said, it is definitely an investment, it's an initial investment, but if if this is something you do, uh, it's a wonderful thing to have kind of in your back pocket. It, It is a time frame that my family has always enjoyed. Um, and it gives you an opportunity to spend that quality time with family. It also gives you an opportunity that if you're big into these attractions and, you know, we, we call them Disney files for the people that are really into all the, all stuff Disney, it, it gets people engaged in that stuff. Um, as far as Disney itself, take advantage of some of the things they offer you as far as fast passes. Take advantage of... Getting there early, if you can, um, and that's your best way to get to see the attractions more than once. Um, you know, there's times where we've stayed late at night and you know, ridden our, our favorite attraction five, six times in a row.
0: How do you plan your perfect vacation then? If you're gonna... I let
1: my wife do it,
0: <laughs> you don't have no say. I thought you were the expert here.
1: No, you know, it, it really. Since I've been so many times, I, I like to kind of ask other people what they want to do. Um, especially like in, in your case, when we went, I wanted to, you know, get some of your guys' opinion as to what would be your guys' ideal. Because like I said, half the fun for me now is just kind of watching people that haven't been, to, you know, and it's, it's new to them. That type of experience. I mean, I still enjoy all the uh, the, the, the stuff that we go through. Um But it it really creates that uh, kind of family atmosphere.
0: Well, I think that concludes this interview. Would you like to say uh, your name and I'll say my name? We can say What's Up with Walt together. (laughs) I'm Devin Pranchke.
1: I'm Doug Klanowski.
0: And thank you for listening to What's What's Up Up with with Walt? Walt.